Today's episode of Undies Funded Records and Radio is brought to you by Pain Drain, the soothing balm which will make all your buggered bits less sore. Pain Drain. Get some today. So, did slightly better today. Hang on, adjusting microphone. Slightly better today than yesterday. Woke up this time at round about midnight. But only had two fights. Because Daniel doesn't go to sleep until like round about three when he actually gets to real sleep. He's up and down. You know. And so anyway I try to avoid him at the moment. So I didn't manage to do that. But we didn't fight. I didn't take the bait. I did well. I got my shit together. I've actually got a bag this time. I'm not just walking down the street with a candle in my hand and a walking stick. And no joint tonight. There's no pot. And you know what I forgot to bring? No, I didn't. I brought my lotion. Good. I also brought the special oil. The ceremonial oil that I made for a friend. A new friend. And I tell you what, I used it yesterday. And I went in, and my intention when I made this was that it helped us cut down on smoking both cigarettes and pot. So, anyway, long story short, did the ritual, thought, yeah, what will be will be, wonder if it works. Split the bottle in half after I did the initial ritual, and just diluted it down because it was too strong to use in any case. I like to be good value even when I give shit away. I don't believe in charging for magical workings, so... It's okay to charge for a product. Which I still didn't. (laughs) Because the bottles only cost me like a dollar each or something. (coughs) And I didn't know if it was going to work, so I didn't want to sell something and say it might work and then it not work. Because, you know, what, what a way to lose someone. Lose your audience straight away. So what I've done is I've been testing it anyway, long, long story short, I put this oil on and then I went to have a cone and about one minute after I had it, and yes I was tired, of course I was, I'm exhausted, they've just upped my meds, it's hard for me to tell anything, the effect, the efficacy of anything, but when I put it on, I went and had a habitual cone. Afterwards, about half an hour, I'd forgotten that I'd put it on. Put it that way. I also put it on a candle at the same time. Anointed the candle and said, you know, here's what I want you to do for both bottles of oil. Strengthening that intention with every single ritual. And at the end of working with this person, I will have to recall that I've done that. Um, anyway, because there's a linkage there that was created purposefully to double blind this product, if you will. <laughs> In any case, when I put it on and had this cone, I felt like I'd just had a fucking heroin overdose or something. Like, I felt like I just had patches on a really, really hot day, and I haven't been on patches for ages, the fentanyl patches. I was on them for pain, I wasn't using them illicitly. 
but in any case I ended up on 75 micrograms which is a fuckload it's the second patch down from the last one up so it only goes up to a hundred microgram patch and I was on the 75 at the end and oh my god every second day not every third day it was giving me the right shits it was really difficult and yeah anyway lost my train of thought point being I think this holds promise because I felt like those patches had just been on a hot day and just gone all into my system at once and I went on the nod from a cone one single cone after putting on just a ceremonial oil nothing nothing dramatic some essential oils and a bit of turmeric tincture quite honestly the turmeric tincture's only been brewing for a little bit of time but I put my energy into it every day um, so my goal at the moment is to set about cleaning my energy balancing myself and remaining in said state of balance which is easier said than done in any case I'm walking up a hill now oh my gosh and I really should have gone to the loo again before I left oh my gosh <laughs> anyhow have a Winfield I just did I had my cigarette and it didn't make me feel gross but I didn't bring more um, on the walk I've switched to the vape for emergencies because cigarettes used to be for emergencies and then they became a habit and then they became an unbreakable habit so for me my foremost addiction that I want to control right now and then give up is the cigarettes to me pot isn't as harmful as cigarettes physically mentally might be a different story and that's an opinionated issue right there the efficacy of pot and mental illness um, I can tell you in my own personal experience that it works and that every time I don't have it especially around when I get ill I get sicker but that gets blamed on addiction which I don't believe is the case because when I'm not unwell or not chaotic I can go without without a problem it just requires a lot more mood management and a lot more attention to the details the small things the yeah you know I'll stop prattling on now because I'm actually getting to a place where people can see me walking and I might be a bit of a target in that. We are in the midst of Quakers Hill. So, it's a nice area where I live, but it's still not smart to be walking with headphones and an iPhone and all that shit. So finish my post for now and I'll get back to you when we're somewhere private. Cheers. Okay, so that was interesting. I didn't turn you guys on down the park because it started to sprinkle. The candle was being difficult. Got some good messages. Um, having a few strong connections to a few people right now. Very challenging. <laughs> Let me just say.
in my current state. Very easy to obsess over things. And I tend to try and not obsess over people. But there is always that. So, Dad was like, on your own, make your own choices. No, you don't need the cat. The cat wouldn't even come off. It got tangled. <laughs> when I went to ask the cat a question, I thought, you know what, I'll ask the cat. And same answer as last night. No, you know the answer already was the answer. And just be patient was the answer. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I trust. <sighs> I have horrible trust issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're so much fun. <laughs> Anyhow, just about home. All good. I don't think I'll be sleepy. I'm not really sleepy. I'm thinking. And I have a few projects pending as far as things I've promised people I'll look into. So, that's what I'll be doing when I get home, I think. I'll be walking in the door just in time to not get soaked because it's sprinkling again. And I'm having a lovely little shower. So I'm going to pick up the pace just a tad. You know, apparently, you get wetter going faster. But still, I want to reach home before it pisses down. So a little bit more wet now is better than a lot wet later. <laughs> well, depending on the wet, of course. Oh, nearly there. Gosh, not very wet. Don't need a shower. Don't need a bath, really. Although I might have a soak. Yeah, that would be good, actually. Because I've had two walks today. And it's not even today yet. So a nice, long, warm soak would be wonderful. And at that note, if you're listening to this on Anchor, you're just about to hear a song called Lush Bath. It's listed under confession and denial, but I wrote it when I was solo. I wrote it for Lush Group products and tried to pitch it to them. They played it in their store, they liked it, but nothing ever came of it, because the company is not as nice as what they make out. But anyway, um, they played it in a Penrith store for a little while. It was good. Okay, signing off, I'm home. I'll get back to you when I'm in the bath, maybe, if I feel like it.
Hello. Oh, we're working now. It only wanted to work from my end this day. Uh, <laughs> How are you going? Yeah, well, I'm sitting um, dutifully at a distance from Mike Crikey's head, which has the lapel mic from my headphones really? draped over his head oh. so that I'm not louder than you. Yeah, good. That's why I rang you from my station and hung up before because... It's louder on the end of the person who makes the connection. I learned that a long time ago from Avi from oh. the, the, yeah, a long, long time ago. And it's better if you stay on the same connection that you started on. So because I'm walking, unfortunately, we may lose each other, but I'm walking slowly because um, I'm quite tired. <laughs> you are. You've been very busy. I've been a busy, busy girl, yeah. Yeah. Mostly We're gonna... up with men's shit, actually. Oh yeah. What yeah. do you reckon about that? Oh, well, oh. I reckon I reckon I've put up with a lot of shit because um, we we're going to talk about love addiction. We are. And um, with any addiction, there is this cost, isn't there? Like, um, and um, yeah, and with with love addiction, it's now. Uh, what I'll start with what I think of love addiction as being, and that is the. Um, wanting that high that you get from when you fall in love with someone and you get all those neurotransmitters. It's like a big sort yeah. of Dope brain. D- yeah. There's, it's Hormones. like all of them, all of, there's a ton of them. It's like super like. <laughs> Do you know what I learned yesterday? Can I interrupt? Sure. So I learned yesterday that music from when you were 14, around about 14, gives you that same rush. Mm. Music so, is amazingly hardwired into us. It is, isn't it? Isn't it? And your tastes do change. But, yeah, anyway, that was your point, was the, the rush. And I'm saying maybe that people who do suffer from love addiction could benefit from going back to their 14-year-olds and listening to that music, maybe. Hmm. I think, yeah, music is a very powerful outlet. Any sort of art form for, for addictions and also dealing with trauma, which addictions are... As far oh, as I'm oh, concerned, yeah. they're, they are, they're, they're a strategy for dealing with trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pain relief. There's a really great book mm-hmm. I've talked about before called In the Realm of Hungry Ghosts by Gabor Mate. Oh, and it's a very – yeah, um, In the Realm of Hungry Ghosts, which is the hungry ghost realm in Buddhism, is this place where people have big bulging stomachs and these uh, tiny mouths where mm. they, they can't – they they're always eating, but they never feel full. Ooh, what a and visual. yeah, and it's this. So it's this hell realm. So it's that. Um, so he draws a parallel with that and addiction and what it's like to be to have that addictive thirst, never specific, full. Specifically, um, love addiction or all addiction? All addiction. Oh, yeah, okay. that'd be interesting yeah. to hook up with with Keith Keller's new book. I don't know if you've been catching my podcast lately. Have you? I have, but oh. I missed that bit. Because, okay. you know, anchor glitch. Yeah, anchor glitches. It's a bitches, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I've been doing some recovery work on myself, as you do know, because you called in the other day. And the reason why mm. is because I was directed towards a book from a group called Practical Metaphysics. And there's an author hanging around in there called Keith Keller. And he's from the States. And he's written a book called Infinite Recovery. And his first mm. book, I'm not sure what the title is, how remiss of me, but infinite recovery is coming out soon so I'm actually one of the first to read it 
And ah. guess what I decided to do? I did the regular condensation and tried to make all my bad habits go away. No, not all of them this time. <laughs> Just one or two at a time. Oh, yes. That's the best way. One at a time. <laughs> one at a time. Yeah. So what, yes. what do you, so you have love addiction? Yes. Yes. I get a huge rush and I get what I now understand to be psychosis. So I, I, uh, slip into it just like and it's funny uh only late in life just starting to understand the feelings of psychosis I don't know mm-hmm. if I've had them before because that's the thing about psychosis you don't yeah. know what's happening <laughs> well I do because I'm quite adept at it but that's because well, you I start it to, you start to recognize the signs you start to there are outside I, I find with all kinds of not just psychosis but also mm-hmm. for me with um more mood disorders and stuff I look mm-hmm. to see what what am I doing you know there are markers but mm-hmm. with psychosis you kind of slip in so I slip into this thing and I just become obsessed with the the person that I'm I'm that's stimulating whatever it is that's making me um, like fall into that mode. And none of this is conscious. I'm only really like I've been working on this stuff since I read Women Who Love Too Much back like fucking 25 years ago or something oh, like wow. that. You know, I've that's been. That's a long journey. It has a long fucking journey to so, be dealing on your, with your shit. Yeah, and that. especially on your own. I don't know if there's any support groups for love addiction. Have you found any? Oh, there are there's stuff out there, but, you know, I was with Brad for 17 years. And, right. and so that was pretty, that was very stable. And, yeah. but then it didn't have the, the big highs. Mm-hmm. That, so then the sex went away pretty, mm-hmm. you know, after you know, not that, you know, a bunch of years. And then, you know, it's just like, yeah. So I'm finding um, polyamory helpful because I can sort of spread myself across a bunch of people. <laughs> so it's like no one has to deal with the full load of my, uh, of my ardor. <laughs> so that's how I kind of manage it these days. And also the working on loving myself. I have to, I'm feeling it. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of addiction. Okay. Yes. Um, Back on point. Um, Because this book deals with all addiction, not just love addiction. It deals with addiction Mm -hmm. in a very broad And I have other other addictions too. Right. Plenty. As we mostly do. I've had consumer addiction, but I got rid of my consumer addiction. How did you do that? Through the um, KonMari method. Oh, one day. One day I want to explain Yeah, it's that um, the life-changing magic of tidying up. But, guys, if you do it, you can't just – you've got to get into the metaphysics of it. That's right. how it worked for me. That's where I've seen myself and other people, myself um, progress where other people have failed in my opinion. And that is because of the, the spiritual component. People ignore that, mm-hmm. like seeing actually acknowledging the life force energy and consciousness in everything around mm-hmm. you because mm-hmm. all life is energy and this process helps you to tap into that and and it seems slow and arduous at first, but it doesn't feel that way once you get into the flow of it. Yeah. Because, well, yeah. I've, it's, I've been doing it very with my magical. clothes. You know how you taught me a bit? Oh, You've you been feel, teaching me for a while. I've been I've, doing I've it mentioned with my clothes, it, yeah. Spark one of joy. One, trying oh. them on, seeing if they fit, 
chucking them out. I hate chucking things out. If they do, you don't thank them fit. for the service when you let them go. Do you um, say thank you for them, your service? A lot of them, a lot of them, I'm sad about chucking out because my clothes hold my memories of people, of hospital trips where I've given oh, yeah. clothes of. They they hold my memories so yes well they I, do well so this is very important this is very important for you have I maybe I haven't mentioned this because I didn't realize you were doing it but uh, the most important part of letting things go is experiencing gratitude in the process and yeah. <laughs> you do that by like thinking of something something that 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 some joy that that thing gave you yeah. and then you say thank you thank you for your service you know I had to do that and then you... the other day I had to yeah. the story yeah sure please do I, I I had this shirt and you would have seen it I'm sure you would have seen it. it's my most comfortable shirt well it was it's a big men's flannel that I bought for myself oversized like pajama size so you can cover it in it no matter what you know, <laughs> and it's an all weather fucking thing because you can roll the cunt sleeves up. <laughs> yeah, like, you can wear it without nice. pants if it's one of those days. Nice. And hey, listeners, she's true blue. Having this this days. conversation, this shows she's a true blue Aussie. <laughs> and I had to rip it off myself the other day because it finally gave up. And I mean by gave up, I mean the threads, not on the seams, the threads of the material. <laughs> Gave way. That is how long I've <laughs> Goodbye, my flannel friend. I love your tongue. It's owed to your flannel friend. Oh, what's happened to the sound? Oh, nose. Did I sing? Did I sing us off the off the air? Well, goodbye, my flannel friends. I don't have any Tim Tams. I'd sing a song, but I'm too fucking lazy. <laughs> I would, but I give up right now. Listen to the wind, can you hear it? It's freaking amazing. Nothing's blown into our house yet.
I don't know whether I want to be hyperactive, inactive, in a coma, <laughs> or just inebriated. Maybe just inept, inert, incomprehensible. That'd be fun. Let's go there. No, not again. <laughs> oh, well. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what we do. Whatever appends, appends. Ah, oh, so I got to have a um, lovely breakfast burger and then I got to have a nap when I got back which is good because now I'm all bushy-tailed and bright-eyed and ready for my coaching session with Blair Robinson, the naked coach. Um, look him up. He's quite interesting in his philosophies and where we kind of gel a bit with that. So this should be fun. Um, although I don't know how I'm going to pay attention at this point because I'm so excited. <laughs> I've never been for a personal coaching session before. And I get to work with Blair this month, at least for this month, um, possibly longer, depends on what the, the insurance company says about funding me for it, but um, yeah, it should really help with my resistance to going out and my, um, my blockages that I'm having on a professional, well, non-professional I suppose, level, um, I really want to get out there and do music again, but there's just so many emotional things attached to it and so much grot from the music industry that I've been to so far that I really, really don't want to even give it another try. But I do. I want to get out there and have my songs heard and and I want to play. So anyway, we'll see how Blair goes with coaching me over all this stuff. <laughs> and I'll keep you guys updated on the process. And excitingly enough, Blair has agreed to come on my podcast. I don't know if I've told him it's called Undies Funded yet, but um, I, I actually I think he knows because I posted in his group. I posted the anxiety one I did the other day. But uh, all right, I'm off. I'm off, and I'm gonna have a good day. I hope you all have a good day too. Good morning, and welcome to Undies Funded Records and Radio. Your home of all things Trudy Florence Newell and other stuff, hopefully. <laughs> Soon we'll have Robert Rowe on the program. I've been trying to hook up an interview with him for a couple of days. He's been busy being a very helpful friend. But um, And we might have Muriel on the program again to tell a few jokes. And my mum's going to come on the podcast a little bit later on to uh, tell her camping story, which I thought was hilarious. But for right now, I thought to follow up from yesterday's episode, which I just published, I would read this exercise, which helps me so much. It is from a book called Grail Alchemy, Initiation into the Celtic Mystery Tradition by Maria Freeman. It's quite a good book. I'm due for a reread of it, actually. But on page 242, A Path of Balance. Of working with the grail, Dion Fortune reminds us, the cup is the mystically exalted soul of man, held up to receive the influx of the Holy Ghost. And when receiving this influx from on high, we stand with our feet set firm in the very heart of nature, 
thus affirming the natural basis of all things in the earth of our mother. Note that she stresses the importance of having a stable foundation on the earth. The chalice of the soul must have a firm base on the physical plane so that we may successfully mediate the highest and purest spiritual energies here referred to as the Christian Holy Ghost into our world. We must be strongly grounded in physical reality. Working as a grail bearer is not about escaping from life's difficulties, but about bringing the light of the grail to our troubled world. Integrating the four bodies that make up each human being, the physical body, mind, soul and spirit, is essential, so that one does not become top-heavy and ungrounded by focusing overmuch on higher energies. Which is where I go wrong, I think, sometimes. I get a little bit up in the air. I'm not really connected to nature that much. I'm not as aware of the cycles of nature because of my um, condition. It kind of stops me getting outside as much and stops me enjoying the process of being outside. Um, anyway, to continue. The hexagram meditation. The following simple exercise uses the symbol of the hexagram or six-pointed star as a way to experience the four bodies in a balanced way while at the same time centering you firmly at the heart. The hexagram has been used in religious and magical contexts for centuries to denote wholeness and harmony. It is also known as Solomon's seal and was used by the alchemists to denote the philosopher's stone, the completion of the great work. It is composed of two intersecting triangles, one pointing downward and the other pointing upward. The downward pointing triangle represents the descending feminine element of water. In the context of the grail mysteries, it is a chalice of the grail within the heart. The upward pointing triangle represents the ascending masculine vertical force of fire and can be imagined as the point of a spear, which like the sword is a symbol of higher aspiration and spiritual will. Together they represent the divine union of masculine and feminine. So that's the downward pointing triangle and the upward pointing triangle. And together, when they're placed together, they make a six pointed star. When the two triangles are brought together and established within the inner body at the heart center, they interlock to create the hexagram, the Western equivalent of the Chinese yin yang symbol. There you go, Blair. <laughs> I, I never have resonated with the yin yang. So there you go. Here's my hexagram for your yin yang. When the two triangles merge into the hexagram, the alchemical symbols for earth and air are also formed. So all four elements are present, encoding another layer of meaning to this rich symbolism. So in this, you can see the symbols. Um, I will post a picture of it. I'll do an artwork, why not? But the four elements you can see in the symbol by the upward facing triangle is the water is the sorry fire the downward facing triangle is the water and then the upward facing triangle with the cross across it from the bottom triangle which is the bottom of the downward one makes air and then earth is the opposite way around so yeah i'll draw that out later and, and you can see it but yeah go buy the book hey <laughs> not ripping up ripping off other people's IP on purpose. I just wanted to show this meditation because it really does help. 
The hexagram also contains the four elements in perfect balance, which in terms of the four bodies are as follows. Earth, physical body, the experience of the self as the body living in the world of space-time, governed by the laws of physics, chemistry, biology, and so forth. Water, mind or ego, the experience of the self as a personality comprised of a ceaseless flow of thoughts and feelings, ideas, desires, aversions, memories and more, which continually change each moment. Air, soul, the experience of the self as the knower or witness above and beyond the ego, which is serene, unperturbed and unchanging, the clear sky self. Fire, spirit, the awareness of the self as a divine spark of the radiant mystery, the light of ten thousand suns, or divine fire, which includes the experience of the higher self as a stepped-down frequency of this source. I shall read that little part again. Fire, spirit, the awareness of the self as a divine spark of the radiant mystery, the light of ten thousand suns, or divine fire, which includes the experience of the higher self, as a stepped-down frequency of this source. Okay. So the hexagram meditation. This simple exercise shows you a way to use the hexagram to create a feeling of harmony in balance, harmony and balance, sorry, in body and mind. Sit in a quiet place, although I will tell you this exercise works in the middle of a panic attack anywhere, um, in the middle of the street, it really does. But this says, sit in a quiet place, Take some deep breaths and relax. Light a candle if you wish. At the centre of your chest, without actually touching your body, draw a small downward pointing triangle with your finger. You can visualise it in the traditional colour of deep blue if you wish, although this is not essential. As you do this, say, Blessed be my body and my mind. Pause a few moments to send a heartfelt feeling of gratitude to these two aspects of yourself, which should respond to the blessing by giving you a good warm feeling inside. Now at the centre of your chest again, draw a small upward pointing triangle over the first figure, which can be visualised in a fiery red if you wish. Say, blessed be my soul and my spirit. Pause a few moments to tune into these two energies and send a feeling of deep respect and gratitude to these two aspects of yourself. Enjoy the response that is sent in return. Focus on the hexagram in its entirety and feel the breath flow in and out of this area. Say, blessed be the wholeness of my being in all four worlds. As you do so, see the light of the grail emerge as a central glowing point within the hexagram. Enjoy the feelings of balance, harmony and integration. You can use this exercise to centre yourself anywhere you happen to be, saying the words mentally if others are present. In fact, it even works if you forget the words. Just the symbol, just the sigil works. It can be used at a moment's notice in a crisis situation. It is particularly good as preparation for healing work or any activity that requires you to be aligned with the wholeness of yourself. So yeah, I just thought I'd share that. And uh, I might share this out to the group Practical Metaphysics so you guys will know where my podcast is at. 
I'll turn it into a video and share it. Have a really wonderful whatever internet time or whatever internet place you are at. Cheers.
if you would like to become a supporter of Undies Funded Records and Radio, you know where to go. You can. PayPal me at CND Sydney, that's C A N D D S Y D N E Y C N D Sydney. Uh, you can PayPal me any amount you like. Um, or you can go over to patreon.com to our UFR Undies Funded Records and Radio Patreon page and become a subscriber simple as and tip me any amount you like really it all goes towards creating the music which will be original works and also covers of selected covers of friends that I like and musicians that I admire and um, yeah thanks for your support and thanks for listening even if all you do is listen and email the show and you know the listener how you travel and um we appreciate everyone's support it really does mean the world thank you Lately I've been waking up really early, like I've been waking up at 3.33 and then I've been getting up at 4.44, (laughs) going for a walk and having a joint. But perhaps around 4.44am would be an appropriate time because I'm trying to change the 4.20 to 4.44. So mine's 4.44, not 4.20 (laughs) when I have my smoke. (laughs) So if you want to join me for a joint, um, yeah, it's around about that time when I'm awake and have no kids to deal with and then generally either have just woken up and um on high alert because I'm in panic stations at the moment or I'm just about to wake up and make coffee. So if you get in contact when you're ready, the day you're ready um, and just see if I'm awake, ping me, see if I'm awake and we'll deal with it from there. But yeah, my end is for... for Whatever is good for you is good for me. I will be up, I'm sure. If not, I'm sure the phone will wake me up. So no worries. I I usually get up at 5.30 in the morning here, which is like seven hours earlier there, but the next day. So yeah, most likely I'll be up when you get to 4.44. (laughs) You go ahead and give me a call. I would love that. You have a great evening, and like I said, enjoy your family while you can. Um, I'll talk soon. Good night. Hey, Trudy, it's Tim. I just emailed you the um, exported sound file from my anchor station of Fiona Singing. Thank you so much for contributing. Um, let me know if the file's too big, and I can share it with you on Dropbox. Um, I didn't look so huge, but in case you're your email inbox is full and you don't get it, let me know. And I hope you and yours are doing well. Take care. Bye. Awesome. So much. Thank you. Um, That's gorgeous. I was just really pleased with that little little segment and I'm glad to have it outside of Anchor. Thank you. I really am not trustful of Anchor's uh, server's longevity at this present moment. And I like to shuffle stuff around and remove stuff, so... I thought while it's there, I'll I'll ask you for it so I can have it. Um, I think I could have, if I'm set up to do that, which I'm not, downloaded it for free from Apple and then kept it, which seems strange because that means I'm giving all my stuff away again somewhere else. (laughs) But um, 
yeah, because um, you can save your own podcast that way. But I don't know if you can save other podcasts that way, but yes, quite. I wanted to be able to engineer with the with the file also. Yes, thank you, I forget they're huge. So a couple of the attributions there, um, which the attributions are back in the app now, so when you're using the instant messages, you can find out who was calling you, and when you publish, it will say the name. So if anyone is setting up for anonymous, be aware there are two separate places to put your station name and your name. And they're two separate things. So what's showing up on the attributions is your at name. So my at name is condensation. So my attribution will be at condensation if I publish something without words in it. But if I publish something with a comment in the message, then the attribution comes up as the station name alone. So if you are coming on here in order to be anonymous and converse with me anonymously, definitely don't put your name in any of the fields um, because they're not private. They're just different ways of addressing the same station and person because you have a way of addressing a station and a way of addressing a person who runs the station. So it's a little confusing here on Anchor with that. But anyway, that was Tim Araneta. And on Saturdays in America, the American Saturday, there's a thing called Sing Song Saturday that he hosts. And that is only for Anchor. He doesn't publish it outside of Anchor. And it's quite good. Actually, Tim has just sent me a voice message now. I'm going to go grab that because I was talking to him about next week's Sing Song Saturday. I'm trying to be prepared so I don't miss out next week. Okay, so would like to thank Tim for sending me Fiona's song. Up next you'll hear Fiona's song and I'm going to go answer my message before the notification disappears. Cheers. Hi Lily. And Sing Song Saturday. This is Sing Song Saturday and yeah. it's Tim. Say hi Tim. Hi Tim. Thanks for having Sing Song Saturday. Thanks. Pattern? Yep. Interesting. Interesting. Just had a call with Dewan. Not a call with friends because he's not into that. He's a little scared of me I think but that's okay. I'm a little scared of me too at times. Um, yeah, just had a talk with Dewan on private message about his episode regarding pornography and whether pornography should be regulated. And so I basically said, well, what is pornography? Where's your line at? Because I've got something that is a, an artistic shot on one of my Instagrams. And, you know, it could be considered by some to be quite risque and pornographic. Depends on... Who's looking at it, I suppose. Somebody who's older might think, oh my gosh, there's way too much leg there. 
Um, but really all you can see is the butt cheek of my butt and my leg, which I didn't bother to shave, obviously, because there was a point, it's a protest photo, <laughs> and it says, fair play, fair use isn't fair play, um, and it's talking about being taken advantage of in the music industry by everything in the music industry, i.e. it's very difficult to make money from your work and to exploit your work for profit. So, yeah, we were having that issue a couple of years ago where copyright law in Australia changed and they decided that we could only exploit our works for 20 years instead of the previous under the burn convention it was 75 years plus the life of the creator so after you died 75 years after you died you'd still be making royalties now what they've done is said 20 years after you release the song that's it no more royalties that's not fair. I've been writing songs all my life, building up my portfolio, ready to launch them one day, and then save up for my colleagues, kids' college education once I started to make some money possibly out of it. Because I'm unable to work. Um, I don't really work in society very well. Society doesn't like me very much. <laughs> so I find it quite rude that my government would just give me such a kick up the arse and it actually made me quite sick so I um, I was like they did it in order to and this is quote our productivity commission last year to get ahead of changes in US copyright law so Duan if you are listening this is what I want to talk to you about on the call with friends how copyright pertains to this international podcasting movement and how it doesn't and how it soon maybe will and what the mechanics around that might be so yeah it could be rather a lengthy conversation you are right you will need to block out some time for it mate <laughs> for sure anyway thanks for chatting with me this morning <coughs> excuse me <coughs> oh one of those days already all right got to go get the daughter up for school have a lovely evening duan have a lovely evening the rest of the listeners and if you are tuning into Undies Funded Records and Radio for the first time, please get yourself along to anchor.fm. That's A N C H O R dot F M. Anchor.fm, the place where you can make your own podcast for free. What more could you want? And if you only want to listen, that's all you've got to do. Just come create a profile so we can get to know each other. Yeah, you can post whatever you like on Anchor. Um, read the terms of service. But I've never been hassled for swearing. I've never been hassled for any profanity. I've never been hassled for any sexual or explicit content. And there is a rating on your podcast where you can say this is for over 18s only. So yes, uh, Anchor is quite a good platform to use in that regard. And they have just done some major renovations on the app. So it's quite much more user-friendly to use than it was last week even. So I highly recommend going along to anchor.fm and downloading the app. You can also use it from a web browser if you prefer. You can then access every episode and indeed make your own. Come join us now on anchor.fm. Have a lovely day. <laughs>